ways that have been shown to us. You know, as women or as little girls, we're taught that, you know, we're princesses and we have to wait for our Prince Charming. And, you know, sometimes the way we find our Prince Charming is not the traditional way. The traditional way is, you know, you kind of see where it's going with one guy, but then, you know, after you get to a certain age, you're just like, wait a minute. Here it is, I met this guy that I really liked and we were vibing and, you know, I thought everything was cool and then two years down the road you're like, okay, he's not the one for me. So ladies, I know many of you can attest to this. When you kind of put all of your eggs in one barrel, you know, after one guy who you think, oh, he's the one and for a lot of us, part of the problem is we think every guy who, you know, gives us tingly feelings all over is the one. So we try to make them the one. Even, even if we start to see those, the proverbial red flags, we, we, we like to excuse them and say, oh, well, yeah, he has this bad quality, but this, is, but this good quality kind of compensates for it. No, 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 no. We need to rethink the way that we approach relationships. Because by approaching it that way, I believe that we have lost a lot of time and a lot of opportunities. Because when we have this person who we think we're vibing with and whatnot, you know, any other person who may approach us, oh, no, I got a man, I'm good, we're good. And then when things go left with that man you claim to have, you start thinking, man, maybe, maybe I should have talked to that one dude. I'll admit it, it happened to me. You know, there was this, there was this guy who was, you know, somewhat interested in me and, you know, I was like, no, you know, I have someone, you know, at that time I was in a long distance relationship, but, you know, I thought, you know, this guy, he was a good guy and, 
I felt like, you know, he helped me to level up and yada, yada, yada. So here I am turning down someone in my area who was a potential good guy. And then when me and the long distance guy, when things went south with me and the long distance guy, next thing you know, I'm putting my tail between my legs and I'm calling up the guy around town and he's like, yeah, that was like two months ago. You good? <laughs> When I tell you I have to pick my face up off the floor, yeah. Ladies, I don't want you to have to pick your pace up, your 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 your, your face up off the floor. So that's why I have tonight's topic, some dating rules for single women. Like I need you to I need you to understand the power that you possess. Every female, we possess a certain power. And what we need to do, we need to be more smart about dating. And the way to be smart about dating is to create options for yourself. And you do the choosing. Because, I mean, honestly, men do it all the time. How many of our male friends do we know have multiple women that they're dealing with, and then when they're ready to settle down, okay, I have five, boom, that's the one who was, you know, the best one, so boom, that's the one I'm going to make wifey. So why not take a page out of their notebook? Why not do it ourselves? You know, how about we make, we begin to make men earn their exclusivity instead of automatically giving it to them because, oh, we felt a little vibe in the beginning and we want to ignore the red flags. How about we make them earn it? Now, why do we want to do this? Because it, like I said, it prevents an overtime investment. You know, putting all your eggs in, putting all your emotional eggs in one basket, you know, it can be deemed as prematurely reckless. So therefore, dating multiple men, it allows you to invest in hope in yourself instead of a man. Because, all right, let's say you have three guys that you're dating. And I'm saying dating. I'm not saying, you know, having sex with and, you know, ramping up. Ladies, if you want to do that, no problem. But, that can, you know, having sex prematurely can kind of thwart your common sense. Because, you know, good man root, you know, drives us crazy. And good man root makes us make unreliable decisions. We all have been there. You know, you find a man who can put it down. All of a sudden, you think you're in love. And no matter what he doing to you or giving to you, you just accept it. Because, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to put it down every now and then. He's going to make you feel like you go transcend to another universe. But I digress. We're not going down that road. We, route. We're talking about dating. The simple act of getting to know each other. You know, hanging out with each other casually. Talking. Having in-depth conversations. That's what we're talking about. Dating. So if you date more than one man at a time, it helps you to kind of feel different vibes with different peoples and as their red flags pop up, you know, you can kind of drop, you know, drop the red flag ones because honestly, we all see them ladies. We all see the red flags, but because we really want to be in a relationship or honestly because we may be desperate or because we're getting up there in age, we ignore them. And then you end up married and in divorce. Hello, I'm her. <laughs> but you know you just have to think differently so you drop the ones with the red flags and you know let's say you have three and one of them shows you a red flag you drop that one you may take on two you know you may take on one or two more that you start dating that that you feel a little interested in so there is nothing wrong with doing that now the second thing that this does it forces men to step up. If you make them wait for it, they're going to do more to get it. And I'm all about honesty. Plenty of times I've said, you know, how I'm, I'm non-monogamous and yada, yada, yada. It is what it is. I'm going to be honest. So if a man knows that you have options, they're either going to step up or they're going to step out. Let me say that one more time. If a man knows that you have other options and that there are 
other guys who you are talking to, they're either going to step up to the plate or they're going to be on some, well, you can't be dating me and a whole bunch of men and da-da-da-da-da. So to me, in my opinion, and let it be known that my opinions do not reflect real explosion radio views opinions. These are solely mine. Natural wonder, you know, DJ Natural, these are solely my, my opinions. I don't want anyone to think that this is how real explosion radio view thinks. But if a man is not willing to step up the plate, he doesn't want you. Or he's doing the same thing. And he's trying to play the game. And he's kind of upset that he has met his match. So that's what you need to think about. Think about his mental state. If you tell him, you know, if he asks... I, I don't believe, you know, I have a male mentality, so I don't believe in giving out more information than what's needed. Because <laughs> you know, that's what they do. And sometimes if you ask them outright, they're not going to be honest. But ladies, we're going to be honest. If they, if they ask the right questions, you can be honest. But if they ask, say yes. I'm dating, you know, I'm dating a couple other men and, you know, it's not physical or what have you. But yes, I am seeing other men. I am entertaining, you know, dating options and going out and sitting and eating and talking with other men. So, like I said, either that man is going to step up to the plate or he's going to bow out. So, you know exactly where he stands and what he wants to do. Now, the next thing that this does, yeah, people, like and share, like and share. Oh, before I move on to the next thing, I just wanted to mention that Saturday, October 5th is Nookie Nights number two, the Dark Passion edition. And for this one, I have something special. We have Sir Dashington. And he has his little, he has his, it's not little, but he has his big performance where, you know, he, he kind of, it's all about the BDSM. It's all about the tying up and such. So if you want more information about that, you know, you can find that on my Facebook page. I can go through my Facebook page, through my Natural Wonder Instagram. That's N-A-T-R-A-L-W-O-N-D-A. Or my Natural's Nook. Instagram page and you can hear all about it Saturday October 5th it's 8 to midnight and you know doors open at 8 the first performance because it is a performance and trust me whether you're with someone or alone you want to experience this I was in awe the first time I went to one of his performances you will not be disappointed but as I said, Saturday, October 5th, 8 to 12 p.m. at Trevino Paint in Pikesville, Maryland. If you want to come from out of town, you know, contact me. I can give you some hotel information and such. And there will be vendors available. Um, Sir Dash himself, he will have a table selling ropes. So if you want to practice something that you've learned with your significant other you will be able to buy ropes. I will have a toy vendor and an adult treat vendor. So there will definitely be options for everyone to, you know, tantalize all of your senses. And it will be a nice, sexy, sensual evening. So if you're inclined to be in this area, Saturday, October 5th, 8 p.m. to, med 8 to midnight, Pikesville, Maryland at Trevino Paint. You can see my flyer. You can contact me for tickets. Um, my Eventbrite link is nookienight2.eventbrite. I currently do have some early bird tickets for $15. That ends next month. And then after that, the general admission tickets are 20 The advanced tickets are $20. And I also have a $50 couples special. Now, if you purchase the couple special, you will get a gift bag that will have some handcuffs and a blindfold. So if you're new to this and you want to try something new, you know, buy the couples package and you'll definitely be able to go home and try some things. And I will be throwing in some other little surprises in the gift bag for whoever 
purchases the couple's tickets. So I just wanted to get that out there and let you know that Nookie Night 2 promotions are underway. Contact me. I do take Cash App. I'll let you know. You can message me or DM me. And yeah, it's an event that you definitely do not want to miss. So like and share, like and share. Hey, Craig, I see you. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well. How do you like my dating tips so far? Let me know. Please comment on Facebook. Let me know. Let me know if there's anything you want me to touch in on or what you agree with or what you may not agree with. We're all adults and we're here to have an open discussion. That's what Naturals Nook is all about. Oh, and for my Nookie event, you know, this is your cozy safe haven for all for all things sexual, so Come as you are, come with your significant other, no matter who they are. It is a space to feel free and to explore. That's what Naturals Nook is all about. So back to our dating tips for single women. So the third dating tip, when you're dating multiple men at one time, it creates space for you to be pursued. Because you know, like I was saying earlier, once you're exclusive, it's, you know, it's common for us to flip the script and end up pursuing the man because we want him to be worthy of the ring. So once we say, okay, we have this vibe with this guy, so I'm going to cut everybody off and I'm going to make him my husband. My job is to make him want me, to make him marry me. No. You can't make anyone do anything just like for us we cannot no one can force us to do anything so you know and I think part of the problem is with us we have so much faith in the potential that we see in someone oh well you know they would make a good husband they would make a good father but oftentimes women Women tend to be more highly intuitive than men. Throw it out there, because we are. Because we're more in touch with our emotional side, and men, you know, I did this show on toxic masculinity. I get it, you guys may not use your intuition as much, and you may think that what I'm saying right now is frilly, frilly, frou-frou bullshit, because that's just how most men, not all men, but that's just how most men tend to be. But with women, we're highly intuitive, and, and we can see the potential in a man and we get caught up and we get tied to that potential and that is that's where we fail ourselves getting tied up in the potential and not seeing the actual because no one no one is going to do or become their full potential until they're ready same thing with us we're not going to do anything until we're ready and we can't will someone else to be ready for us. Do you know how many times or how many friends I have where they, they've been with a guy for, you know, a year, two years, five years and such, and they go through this bad breakup, and boom! The next girl he's with, he's married, he's having kids, and they're living this wonderful life, this life that you thought that you and them were going to have. Why? Because he wasn't ready. Because he wasn't ready or because he just, maybe you pressured him too much. Maybe you talked about it too much. So that's what I'm saying. If you keep your options open until someone is showing you that they truly want you and want to be with you exclusively, you have a little more room to lock down the right one. But once again, this goes back to childhood and the way that we are reared as females. You know, boys, they get that talk, you know, you know, go ahead, you know, conquer as many as you can. But girls, we're told to be princesses. Now, first of all, I'm not a princess, I'm a goddess. Okay? I'm going to say that one more time. I'm not a princess, I'm a goddess. Okay? I own my sexuality. I know who I am and I know what I want. 
when you think of being a princess, not even a queen, but a princess, you know, that's still kind of, kind of a little lower. Yes, Craig, exactly. Stop putting all your eggs in one basket. But even as a princess, waiting for your Prince Charming, why the hell am I supposed to wait? Am I not worthy enough? We need to stop telling our little girls to be princesses and wait for a Prince Charming to save them. Save yourself. Tell your little girls to be powerful in who they are. Be powerful in their womanhood. Because like I said, we are extremely powerful. A princess we are not. We are goddesses. And we can demand what we want and be unafraid because we will find that person who accepts us for what we are in our entirety. You know, for what we are, you know, just like in BDSM, submission is earned. So teach our little girls and ladies and women and queens and goddesses, understand that you are worth it. You are worth the weight. You are worth getting what you want. But there is a but. Because some of us are out here talking about, oh, they're not on my level. They're not on my level. But you don't even know whether or not they're on your level because you look at a guy and you automatically throw them to the wayside like, no, can't do it. We can't do that either. Because that's also a reason why so many of us are single. Because we feel like we're just so above everybody that we're not even willing to give anybody a chance. No, boo-boo. Sorry, goddess. You have to let somebody in. You have to talk. You have to get to know people. And what I say when I, and what I mean when I say getting to know people, it's not just, you know, two dates and you just kind of have, you know, really frivolous conversations. Like, find out what their passions are. Find out what their relationship is with their mother and their sister. Because, however, the way that I see it, because, you know, I'm not medically inclined, I don't have any psychology degrees or anything behind me, but the way that I see it, it's if a man respects his mother and his sisters, he is more likely to respect you because he understands the power of a woman and the need to have a positive woman in their life. Okay, so Craig said, females are putting their pussies on a pedestal, you will lose. Yes, I completely agree with that because just like Manru, it's a dime a dozen. No matter what tricks you have and what have you, there was always going to be someone else who has better tricks than you. Just like for men, there's always somebody who's going to have a better man root game than you. You can't think that you are truly this person that is just above everything and you need to be worshipped and praised by everybody. No. You will find that one person who will worship and praise you. But it takes work. And that's part of the problem with relationships nowadays. When you have Instagram and Facebook and you have online dating, you don't have to really work for anything. It kind of comes easy. Because there is nothing but thirst out there with all the water that there is in the world. There is so much doggone thirst out there. Number one. And number two, there's just so many people out there just having fun. And there's nothing wrong with having fun. There is nothing wrong with having fun. But when you're done having fun, be real with it. Let people know that you're done having fun and that you're looking for something substantial. Don't just flirt, 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 knowing in the back of your mind you're looking for something substantial because that's the easiest way to get hurt. Because the dude or a person you're flirting with is thinking, oh, yeah, this is going to be nice and casual, and then there you go. You done gave up the yoni, and then you're hooked because the man root was just bomb because he's just a freak like that, and then you mad, and then you in your feelings, and then you screaming that you hate all men because you weren't honest with him about what you were looking for. 
And I don't care how good the vibe is. If you tell a man that, you know, I'm looking for something where, you know, I want it to grow into something more permanent, and he's like, well, you know, I'm not looking like that, but we can kick it. No! You're not looking for a kick it situation, and you're not going to be able to change him. So don't set yourself up like that. Well, Veroni, yes, some women, I, 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 I do agree with Craig, some women do put it on a pedestal and and make it seem like just no one is worthy of it. Certain men are, but the thing about it is we walk around here, we make our list. Oh, he needs to be tall, he needs to be light-skinned, he needs to have good hair so our children could have good hair. But your soulmate may look the complete opposite. We get so caught up in the physical aspects of a person that we don't look into them themselves. We don't look into the person, what they can offer us. Are they giving us stimulating conversation and such? So we get lost in the physical. Okay, you get the man that you that you want physically and then you realize he dumb, then what? You gonna stick with him because he look good? Are you gonna stick with him because your kids can have quote unquote good hair and actually that's the 50, that's the 50-50% chance because if you don't have quote unquote good hair, I don't care what you say, as naughty as my hair is, it's good hair. But yes, sometimes I think women we put ourselves on too much of a pedestal and that's why we end up single and alone in our old age because no one is just on our level. But sometimes if you give someone a chance and just talk to them, you will realize that there is some connection there. There's some connection that you don't mind, you know what I'm saying, you don't mind continuing that conversation with there, with, with them. And that's what I'm saying. Have those conversations with someone who you may not think you would have been attracted to and you would be completely and very surprised. So with that, we're gonna take a little musical interlude. And I hope you enjoy for the next few moments. Hey, Shadia, Shadia.
and then as soon as they're done, next thing you know, in his next relationship, he's the perfect husband and father. Because they weren't ready. They kind of, for lack of a better expression, they used you to build themselves to be the perfect person. You contributed to them being the perfect, quote unquote, perfect man. That's how you have to look at it. I don't believe in purely good or purely bad situations. You have to glean what it, you have to glean what it, from it what you can. So yes, you're with someone for five years, you're with some, someone for 10 years, and then you break up and they move on and they become a better person. You have some input in that. And guys, I mean, honestly guys, this kind of goes for you as well. If you're with someone and she just couldn't get her ish together, she just couldn't get her ish together, and then, you know, now all of a sudden you're not together anymore, and now she just seems like the perfect seems, because you never know what they could be going through, but she appears to be the perfect person. You had some input in that. Now, whether it was positive or negative, who knows? But you can't dwell on that. But know that, okay, maybe you were their stepping stone. And being a stepping stone is not necessarily a bad thing. Because you have done something to that person. You have caused that person to think differently and to act differently the next go-round. Maybe you were nagging about XYZ and honestly, they just got tired of your nagging so they... So they took your nagging and everything that you nagged about, understood it, and decided to not be that person with someone else. Because see, in relationships, reason, season, lifetime. I know, I know many of us know about this concept. Everyone comes in for a reason, season, lifetime. So we're not meant to be with everyone who we are with. We're not meant to be with them forever. Sometimes they're just there to teach us a lesson. And that's why I said I don't believe there's any good, any true absolute good or absolute bad. Because the way that I look at it, rather than saying, oh, it was a bad, it was a messed up, it was a fucked up situation, I say, okay, what can I learn from this? And I say this after all of the hurt and all of the cursing amount and he ain't shit and yada, yada, yada. Yes, because I'm still a woman. I'm still emotional. I'm still going to go through all of that. But when you're, when you're through all of that hurt and pain and you start to think about, okay, but what can I learn from this? What can I do differently? Because none of us are perfect in our relationships, no matter how messed up the other person is we still need to take some self accountability on how we contributed it how how we contributed to that relationship did we did, were we nagging and sometimes sometimes especially females yes ladies i'm putting us on blast because it's not always the man's fault but sometimes we will sit and we will Every, everything doesn't have to be a battle. Everything doesn't have to be discussed. Number one. And number two, just because you want to discuss something doesn't mean he's prepared to discuss it. And that's part of what we do when we're in relationships. I'm mad now. I want to talk about this now. So when he shuts down and, 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 and moves on and doesn't want to talk about it, then, oh, you don't respect me and da-da-da-da-da. Sometimes it's not about you. And men are the same way. People, we all are the same way. Sometimes we need to take a step back, think about what we're upset about, think about what we want to discuss and find the right time to have a decent and reasonable discussion about it. Everything doesn't have to be an argument. And everything doesn't have to be resolved immediately. These are the things we need to think about when we go into our, when we go into our relationships. How am I going to address my feelings with my significant other? What is the most productive way to address my feelings and concerns to my to my significant other. How many of us actually think about that? Or how many of us get an idea, feel a way, and we just bum rush them? 
boom, da 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 da, and nothing gets done. But yet we keep doing the same thing over and over again. What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. We need to change our thinking. We need to change our approach. Because I truly believe, as adults, we can agree to disagree on anything. But the energy that you're bringing to the conversation, it has to be a calm energy. No matter how heated you are. That's why it's not good to have these type of discussions when you're upset in a relationship. It's better to think about why you're upset. Think about the questions that you have and address them when you are in a calmer frame of mind. If you want your relationship to work, arguings don't work. Yes, I know, you know, sex after arguments can be the most wonderful sex and yada 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 but not everybody has that true connection where they can have those arguments and have that wonderful sex afterwards sometimes you really have to control yourself you're not always right your significant other isn't always right but if you truly love and respect each other you'll be able to come to the table and have those hard and painful conversations without elevated voices, without attitude behind it. That's how you move forward in your relationship as, as a mature adult. And like I said, not everything deserves an argument because sometimes men and women, we just get in our feelings and we just having a bad day We just get in our feelings and we're just having a bad day. So we just go rah-rah on our significant other because they're the person that's there. When in a relationship, well, whether you're in a relationship or not, you have to have these self-checks that you do within yourself to know when you're wild. We know when we're wild. We, I know when I'm wild. I know when I'm arguing for just fuckery sake. I know. And I know when I need to kind of, you know, just ream it in and, you know, if there's a message that I want to get across or something that I need to discuss, especially if it's very important to me. I've developed, I've developed a way to kind of sit back and really think about it. And, and also, when you're in a relationship or you're trying to get into a relationship, you know, as you're building this bond, you know, you kind of, you kind of have a little intuition on how the person is going to react to certain conversations. So, you have to look at it to say, okay, well, I'm going to share this negative thing that I 